It's Rumination Thursday on Law and Gospel on this December the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2022. What happened to September, October, and November? I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Hi, Wes. Happy New Year. Well, it's not a New Year, is it? That's not until January 1st. It depends on how you count New Year. If you count the New Year in the Christian sense, we're in the season of Advent, and it's the beginning of our church here, is it not? Yes. So it'd be happy, so it'd be happy New Year a month yep, in advance. I preached Advent services at four congregations yesterday. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, the theme I had was an interesting one. I was trying to figure out, I try and change it each year, and I'm sure you did too when you were preaching for the various seasons. But Advent, we have four Wednesdays because Christmas isn't until Sunday. So we were making arrangements when we're going to be meeting with the congregations for Sunday worship service, etc. because two of them uh, actually worship on Thursday nights that I go see and then two of them on Sundays. But uh, would you like to know, before we get into your uh, talk today, would you like to know what my theme is for Advent? Yeah. I wanted to ask the congregation, what is the purpose of the church? And when we talk about church, we're talking about people. And so I said, it's rescue. The purpose of the church is to rescue people from the thin ice which they are on that they are unaware of. And and therefore, we need to tell them, watch out for the thin ice, which, of course, are their works that they think they can do in order to save themselves. And I gave a talk from a movie I saw. A fellow liked to go fishing. And the lake had frozen over, so he's got this old vehicle he drives out on the lake with, goes to the center of the lake, makes a hole, and fishes through the ice. But his friends told him that the weather was such that the ice was getting thinner. Well, he ignored them, and he went out there, and sure enough, the thin ice broke under him, and he fell into the lake, his vehicle himself his equipment and he drowned and that's the example i gave that the church is there to rescue people by giving them advice as to what god's will is so here's the themes for each wednesday it's rescue and this was last night uh rescue by something that Jesus Christ did for us. And what was that? Well, he took, uh, at, at, at his baptism, he took the sins of the world upon him and then uh, took him to the cross for salvation for our sins. What was the first thing that Jesus did? He became a human being. Oh, incarnation. Exactly. So here's my themes. 
Rescue by incarnation, rescue by crucifixion, rescue by resurrection, and r- rescue by ascension. They're all shuns. Mm. And each Sunday I'm going to explain that. So I had to tell them something about the incarnation that they were really not aware of. What is the event that we celebrate for Jesus being incarnated? The event? Yes. Christmas. When did he be? Yes. That was the answer I wanted because I said, no, that's the wrong answer. Christmas is the event when he was born. What was the event when he was incarnated? um, With with Mary and the angel Gabriel when he came in. Excellent. And so that's what I was talking about. The incarnation occurred when Gabriel came to Mary and said, you will conceive... So she hadn't yet become pregnant. She says, how's that possible? I don't know a man. And the angel said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And we talk about that in the creed. Conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. And that was when she became pregnant after Gabriel left her. And it wasn't very long because immediately she went to see Elizabeth, remember? And was she pregnant when she got to Elizabeth's home? Right. Wasn't she about three to six months already pregnant? No, that was Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yes. Elizabeth was six months pregnant. Mary was about two hours pregnant. Hmm. A lot of people don't think about that. He was only a speck in her womb, assuming he went the full nine months like Elizabeth had with John the Baptizer. Right. That's how he was born. And yet, even though he was only a speck in the womb, and John the Baptizer was in the womb of Mary for six months, what did John the Baptizer do? Yeah, we are told that he leaped in the womb when Mary entered into into the room with uh, the baby Jesus in her womb. See, that's really what the incarnation was about. And I was trying to help them understand the purpose of the incarnation, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Why did Jesus have to be incarnated? Well, it took a perfect human being to intercede for for mankind. Well said. Uh, salvation salvation then, could not be earned by us. And something else had to happen to him that you already mentioned at his baptism. He had to take the sins of the world upon him. It, it, it is amazing when you look at the baptism of, of uh, John the Baptist, this was a baptism of repentance. What did Jesus have to repent of? Exactly. Yeah. In fact, John even argues with him. I should be being baptized by you, Jesus, not me being bap- b- baptizing you. And Jesus says, no, it's necessary to fulfill all righteousness. 
And so he actually, I had to sign up at Christmas when I was at the church for 28 years. Each Christmas, I would put it up. Jesus was born in order to die. Mm. Do we have any evidence of that uh, at Christmas? That he was born in order to die. Yes. At Christmas. I don't think we have any evidence from Mary or Joseph or the shepherds, but we do have evidence from the wise men. Well, we we sometimes believe up, it was up to two years by the time the wise men got there, Christmas, but uh, they had stopped in uh, Jerusalem asking where, where Jesus was, and Herod had assembled his wise men. Right. His what were the gifts they, that the wise men gave to Jesus? Gold, frankincense, and mirth. Gold for a king, frankincense for prayers. And what was myrrh primarily used for? Well, it was it, a, a, a spice used for funerals. Yes, it was an embalming fluid. Yes. Can you imagine Mary receiving from the wise men embalming fluid? Why did they do that? Because they knew the Old Testament sufficiently that Jesus was going to die. We get that in Psalm 22. Yeah. And where did the wise men come from? You tell me. Well, uh, um, most scholars say the East. And and a lot of thought out of Babylon, where the captivity had been, the 70-year captivity of the Jews had taken place. And out of the library and the readings that they found there. Exactly. When, well said. When the star appeared, they uh, followed it. Yes. And from Psalm 22, they knew he was going to be pierced in hands and feet. From Isaiah 53, the Lord was going to lay on him the iniquity of us all. He was going to be whipped. Uh, and he was going to die. And so they knew that. And I'm not sure Mary realized. It's, all it says is that after their visit, she pondered in her heart why mm. they had come, etc. And even Mary didn't believe her son. Because on Easter Day, she was among the women who were going to the tomb to anoint his body even though he had said, I'm going to rise from the dead. Well, you know what? You're taking the thunder out of what I've written up for for today's uh, Well, what's for today that you want to talk about? Well, the question I had is, how do we process what we see unfolding in the world around us? And I think you answered it right away with uh, pointing to to the Gospels, pointing to to Christ who came into the world to save save us from our sins. 
what is happening around the world? Well, there's a, series the of, there's a series of articles. We won't get into them all, but uh, there's a Qatar World Cup where Christians should be know before traveling to an Islamic country. Oh, uh, what? Qatar, China, did you say? Qatar. Uh, it's an Arab world. How do you spell that? Q-A-T-A-R. And that refers to Muslim? It's a Muslim country where okay. the World Cup of soccer is going on right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the you, Americans beat Iran. Um, when do they play next? I think they play Saturday. They play Saturday against the Netherlands. Yeah, that's right. But the State Department issue warnings that you got to be careful as an American traveling over there that uh, First Amendment protections of the U.S. Constitution don't apply to citizens outside the United States. So they have to be careful where they assemble and what they say. Are all the soccer games played there? Yep. Yep, there's eight stadiums. Wow. Yeah, I have not been following that very much. Americans made it to the final 16, and they they had to beat Iran in order to... Right. uh, Whoops, it's Iran. They don't like being called Iran. Iran. And uh, the uh, soccer team for Iran was threatened, their families were were threatened with punishment and torture if the team didn't sing the national anthem. In the United States, they take a niche when they want to protest something in America. But in Iran, when they didn't, at a previous game, sing the national anthem, they were threatened by the government that if they didn't sing it, that they would uh, torture their families. Wow. Quite a different, different uh, system of things there. In fact, the State Department even t- said that Americans shouldn't wear a cross uh, on, a, on a necklace in the country; that, that it could be construed as proselytizing uh, the gospel to to a Muslim. Well, I do know that when our military goes there, they're not permitted to hand out Bibles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's called proselytizing. And uh, you're trying to convert somebody over to the Christian faith. And that, they can even they can even carry a death penalty to it. Do we have any that have been arrested or prosecuted or Tortured yet? You know, I've been watching it. Not, not that I can see. I mean, what's what's interesting is that when you watch the crowds in in the stands, for instance, I watched the the uh, American and Iran Iran yeah. uh, soccer match. The, the, the Iranian women and Muslim women were wearing their, their head coverings uh, at all in the stadium. And I had to wonder, once they left the stadium, did they put on their head coverings? 
Yeah. So there's some real rules uh, from the government in that country that doesn't allow for free speech, etc. And even the wearing of a cross can get you in trouble. That's what the State Department was saying. Yeah. And, of course, uh, sexual intercourse outside of a marriage is strictly forbidden. So if if a woman is is pregnant and she doesn't have a marriage license when she goes to a hospital, uh, she's arrested and on criminal charges. Really? Wow. You see, there's no doubt that we also believe uh, fornication or adultery is a sin. But in our country, you don't get arrested for that. You may end up getting uh, murdered or some other terrible thing will happen because God will not let such sins go unpunished. But it's not a task of the government to arrest you and put you in jail uh, just because of those two sins. And that's a real problem we're having in the United States that many young people don't see anything wrong with uh, all travelers and all travelers that are LGBT are asked to consult with the state department because homosexuality is, is a, is a crime in, in um, the Muslim world. Yes. Yes. And they don't hesitate to arrest or, uh, put to death those people. Now, we don't do that in the United States, but that doesn't mean that we condone that practice or that behavior because it's contrary to the will of God. In fact, I I mentioned in the sermon yesterday the reason why we have many people living these sinful lifestyles. What's missing in their lives And the answer to that is found in how Luther often talks about the meaning of the commandments. Uh, What does he say concerning the first commandment? Just pure love and trust in God above all things. And that's what's missing, is fear of God. Now, that really is something that needs to be explained. Because when we say we need to fear God, which is the task of John the baptizer with that baptism of repentance, does that mean we're to be afraid of God? Or does it have a different understanding? Well, fear is is a belief. Didn't you talk about about it in Proverbs? By steadfast love and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one turns away from evil. Yes. The example I like giving, were you afraid of your parents? (laughs) It depends on what I did. Well, I was never afraid of them. But I had fear of my parents. I was afraid of them when when I did something wrong and I knew I was had consequences, didn't you? Well, I would refer prefer to use the word fear rather than afraid. The right. uh, the times that children are afraid of the parents is if their parents are alcoholic and they beat them and 
do things that are contrary mm. to the will of God. But it's because of that fear of parents that they have the ability to punish you that when you really love them, you do do what they ask you to do. But a lot of times you don't. Uh, at, in my family, you had to be home from school by 5 o'clock because that's what time mom had supper on the table. And I was playing baseball, and I remember one game, I was going to be the next batter up, and the bases were loaded. And I thought, well, they won't mind if I'm late because of this. And I ended up coming home 15 minutes late because I stayed for the baseball game. And I got punished by not being allowed to watch television that night. So I had a fear that, boy, I'm going to be in trouble. I better have a good excuse. But my parents were wiser than I and regarded that that wasn't a proper excuse. Mm. You know, before we run out of time, I had another question for you. Go. What did you think of the, the, the Senate bill that passed about uh, the Marriage Respectable Act in which they want to codify uh, same-sex marriage as, as, as a legal basis for, for uh, life in America? You're saying our Senate did that? Senate. U.S. Senate. Oh, the Senate. Yeah, I thought you said our they, Senate. Well, oh, it's our Senate. It's you our see, US did that pass? Yeah, it did. Well, the Supreme Court has already ruled that that's uh, a legal thing. Mm. And so it doesn't surprise me that right now they're going to adopt something like that. I don't know when the Republicans take over the House, whether they can reverse that or not. But uh, obviously, this is the kind of world that we're living in where you even get pastors who are male who decide to marry each other. Can you imagine having a pastor in the pulpit who's <laughs> having sexual relationships with another man? No, I couldn't. The thing that stuck out to me was uh, the, the uh, act itself was trying to make same-sex a norm, and all the amendments that they were putting onto it were were uh, faith-based uh, amendments that, well, there's this exception, there's that exception. We've kind of turned the whole thing on, on its head by making uh, sin the norm and the right thing uh, an amendment, too. That's why the church needs to really be talking more about the law. When, when you have those kinds of things going on and young people living together before marriage, you need to make the point that, as you already mentioned from the book of Proverbs, God says that he does not regard such behavior as appropriate and it will not go unpunished. And you and I have both been in many counseling situations, even with married couples, who are getting ready for a divorce because they have lost uh, the true love they have to each other. Well, when I'm, uh, and I've had this situation, uh, young people living together, and they say, but we love each other. 
And I said, no, you're using the wrong word. Uh, according to the Bible, you don't love each other. You actually lust after each other. Remember, in the mm -hmm. Greek, there's that word eros as a word for love, where we get erotic love. And, and that's not appropriate love at all. And I think overall, you, you kind of answered the question is how do we process what we see unfolding in the world around us? And I, you started out very right, right from the get-go about the incarnation of Christ coming into the world. And he became, at his baptism, he became sin for us and went the way of crucifixion for our sins. And the purpose of that task where he became a human being was, as you said, it took a perfect human being to die for other human beings. Remember that there are a whole group of angels that did not participate in the fall from heaven, but none of them had the ability to save a human being because they were angels, not human beings. So Christ became a human being because as God said to Adam and Eve, in the day that you sin, death is the result. Now, normally that refers to the person who is sinning, who is unrepentant. But Jesus decided, and this is from before the foundation of the world, that he would become a human being and be declared a sinner by God the Father, which occurred at his baptism, so that he did die for not his own sins, he had none, but he died for the sins of the entire world. And anyone who believes that, they are saved. That's quite a way of salvation. That answers the question. Very well said. So, interesting articles that we're facing a world that is hostile to Christianity and God. And if you have questions about that, email me for tomorrow's broadcast where we will respond to emails. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Baker. That was Wes Reimnitz. We're pastors of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and we're only too happy to receive emails from you. Until our next broadcast, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.